Welcome, welcome one and all, and thank you for listening to Top of Dot Wrestling, wherever you are in the world today. In today's episode, I'll be reviewing the events from last night's Friday Night Smackdown on May the 21st, 2021. If you're a fan of this type of podcast, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and on Acast. And so we start with all the champions standing at the top of the ramp. We have the Mysterios as tag champs, Belair as Smackdown Women's Champion, Apollo Crews as IC Champ, and the women's tag team champions, Tamina and Natalia. We then head to the ring where Sonya Deville, who says it's an extra special Friday Night Smackdown, and she announces that WWE are going to be leaving the Thunderdome and going back to live events. She then continues to announce that the champions are on the ramp. She gets to Apollo Crews, and Apollo grabs a microphone and says that he will be retaining tonight, and no one will take the title from him, because he is going to be facing uh, three other men in a fatal four-way in the main event of tonight's Smackdown. Sonya then continues by announcing Roman Reigns, but then several things happen here. One, Roman's old music hits, the shield music, and then Paul Heyman walks out. He keeps his distance from Commander Aziz as he walks past the champions. He says that Roman will be here when he wants to be here. Roman is not just the champion of Smackdown, but the champion of all sports entertainment. He says that when crowds are back, fans will pay to see the dominant champion Roman Reigns, and not any of the other champions. Paul then walks off, and Sonya then says that might, that might not be the first surprise of the evening. She then asks the empty, <laughs> she then asks the empty Thunderdome to give the champions a round of applause. But as clap.wav is playing, we hear Bailey on the microphone. She says that she should be celebrated during the Thunderdome era. She then goes through the champions and says that Dominic is riding the coattails of his father Ray. Says that the tag champs Natalia and Tamina were the people that she looked up to, but as soon as they got a taste of relevancy, they went on to cry about it. She gets to Apollo and just says, What's up, Apollo? Then says that the biggest cheater that should be thanking her is Bianca, after she used her hair to win the match to win their match last Sunday. She asks Sonia to strip Belair of the title for cheating, which of course she doesn't do, but then Belair walks down to the ring, saying that if she wants it, she can come take it from her. Then all of a sudden... Shayna and Nia attack Belair, which leads to Natalia and Tamina coming down to try and make the save. But the numbers game gets to them and we go to break. Back from the break, we have our first match, which if you can't tell what it is, it's Belair, Natalia and Tamina versus Shayna, Nia and Bailey. The match is already underway from the break and sees Nia and Tamina in the ring. Nia delivers the elbow drop and then goes for the cover, but there was a quick kick out. Nia has Tamina on the second rope and is choking her. The ref comes to tell her off, and Shayna continues to hold on to the rope, being distracted by the referee. Nia then tags in Shayna. She throws elbows to her and tags in Bailey. Bailey continues with the elbows to Tamina in the corner. She talks the opposition, and as she's doing that, Tamina manages to get a suplex onto Bailey, who manages to get the hot tag to Natalia. Natalia, now in, delivers suplexes of her own to Bailey, goes for a scoop slam, but Bailey pulls her hair and she slams her down to the mat. She tags in Shayna again and she pulls the arm of Natalia. She asks the ref to ask Natalia if she wants to give up, to which she doesn't. Shayna tags in Naya now, who delivers a power stun to the mat. This is then followed by a headlock to Natalia, who manages to get out with a stunner like drop to Naya. She gets the hot tag to Belair. Belair is in and so is Shayna. She drop kicks Shayna, gets her in the corner with blows to the midsection. Belair going for the KOD, but then is reversed by Shayna into the clutch. She manages to wiggle out, and Belair is thrown into the corner, who jumps over an on-running Shayna as she ran up the rope. 
Bailey and Nia pull out Shayna and Belair still on top rope. There's a crossbody off the top of the rope onto all three women on the outside. Belair is seen holding her knee as we go to break. Back in the ring now is Belair and Bailey. Bailey, working on the knee of Belair, then gets her in a standing arm submission. She fights out of it and Bailey rolls through the ropes to the outside. Belair, hobbling, does manage to get the tag. And Tamina's in now. She hits Bailey's head into the corner, then gets an uppercut on her, which she falls down to the mat. She knocks off Nia and Shayna. Tamina then with the power slam to Bailey. She tags in Natalia. Does basement drop kick and a German suplex to Bailey. Tags in Tamina again, who super kicks Bailey. Tamina, with the cover, gets the two by Bailey grabbing onto the bottom rope just before the free count. Towards the end of the match, Natalia is now in. She goes for the discus clothesline, but blind tag happens and Shayna is in with a kick to Natalia. As she went for the sharpshooter, quick count before Tamina comes in and headbutts to Shayna. Natalia goes for the sharpshooter again, gets free. Bailey goes for the belly to belly, but is countered to a discus clothesline. Nia comes in and pushes over Natalia. Tamina comes in with two kicks to Nia. Shayna then delivers a kick of her own to Tamina. Bailey grabs Belair and delivers a Bailey to Bailey on the outside. Shayna grabs Natalia for the clutch and Natalia taps out. This match did get a bit chaotic towards the end. A lot of quick tags in and out. And it was a I thought it was a, a solid opener. Backstage with Kayla and Big E now and she says it's going to be another chance of becoming an IC title holder tonight. Big E says that he will be in the ring with dogs and that he will leave as IC champion tonight and prove that he is amongst the very best. We then get a Alistair Black promo, um, who is here for another Tales of the Dark Father, this time Chapter 4. Uh, he talks about his tattoos, saying that his father always said they were they were an art of creatures and blood, and it is your destiny to be lonesome and blind. says it's time for him to separate the weak, and that it's time to call for the herd. Whatever that means. We then have our second match of the evening. But before this match starts, they show pictures and videos of Shinsuke Nakamura driving around with Baron's crown on his head, taking pictures with it, and Michael Cole then uses the line, and Shinsuke had time to hang out with his cat. Dear. Uh, um, Baron said that he was going to let his actions do the talking, but says that after that, he says a real king has a $40,000 watch, drives a Ferrari, and has dogs of war, not a fat cat. He says that he will prove to be the one true king of WWE. And then we're heading to the match between King Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura, a rematch from last week. We then hear a guitar playing in the background, and he introduces himself as Rick Boogs. Now, I've got to be careful how I say that, because I thought at first they said boobs. Rick Boobs. But, luckily enough, Rick was able to spell out his surname, B-O-O-G-S. So... Boogs it is, <laughs> and says that he came to rock with the real king of Smackdown, and he plays Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance theme on an electric guitar. Uh, we see then a shot of Pat McAfee playing air guitar in front of Michael Cole, and Michael Cole's not having any of it. <laughs> it then goes to break. Come back from break, and Shinsuke and Corbin are trading blows. Shinsuke kicks Corbin in the head, but Corbin counters with a powerbomb. He gets the cover, he gets a two count. He gets Shin into the corner and then delivers punches to Shin in his midsection. Corbin then hits an on-running Shinsuke for a quick kick out. He punches Shin in the head, then goes for a power slam, but Shin kicks out of it and stuns Corbin. Shin then with a leg sweep takes down and pins Corbin for a two. 
Shinsuke in the corner, going for the King Shasa, misses and hits the turnbuckle. Corbin, with a modified German suplex, pins but only gets a two count. Corbin, going for a choke slam, Shin then manages to get the knee to the face on his way up. Corbin catches an on-running Shin for a deep six, goes for the cover, and Shin kicks out at two. Boogs, that's B-O-O-G-E-S, <laughs> then gets on the announce table and plays part of Shinsuke Nakamura's entrance music, which is enough to distract Corbin as Shinsuke goes for a small package and gets the one, two, three. Backstage, Jimmy Uso is with Sonya, and he tells her that Jay and him are ready to get back together as a tag team. Sonya asks if he's talked to Jay, to which he says no, but he knows that Jay has his back. And they make a match for next week, which is the return of the tag team, the Usos, taking on the Street Profits next week on SmackDown. Next up, Roman Reigns, the head of the table's music hits, and he is joined by Paul Heyman and Jay Uso. But before we hear from Roman, we get a backstage promo of Kevin Owens, talking about the IC title match later on, saying that he will beat everyone, and if Aziz gets in the way, he will deal with him. He says that he will be a three-time IC title holder by the end of the night. We then get a highlights package of WrestleMania Backlash between Roman and Cesaro. And Roman is now speaking. He says that he doesn't like to brag on television and says that he will let his special counsel celebrate with him. Which basically means Paul Heyman is going to cut a promo on him to hype him up. And he goes on by saying that Roman has been undefeated since his return. He sent the Fiend running scared to Raw. Humanised the monster Braun Strowman. Baptised his cousin back to the championship bloodline. KO'd Kevin Owens scored the most dominant pinfall at WrestleMania when he stacked Edge and Daniel Bryan, caved in Edge's face, and we haven't seen him since, and finally sent Daniel Bryan to his retirement, and recently beating Cesaro on his own without any help. He says it's a privilege to acknowledge Roman Reigns as dominant WWE champion. He says, your wish is my command, and asks what else you can do for him. He then asks for his other cousin, Jimmy Uso, but instead, Cesaro's music hit. He challenges Roman to a match at Hell in a Cell for the title. Then Rollins jumps Cesaro. I should also say that Cesaro has had his arm in a sling, so naturally Rollins targets that area, but soon is escorted by referees, who then decides to run back down the ramp to, att- to attack Cesaro, delivering a stomp on him onto the mat on the outside of the ring. He's escorted once again, but this time towards the barricade, to which he jumps over the barricade and delivers a stomp to Cesaro on the stage, as a stretcher comes down to take him away. Backstage, Rollins is interviewed, and he is asked why he did what he did. Seth says that he doesn't know. He says he blacked out, and then Cesaro is being rolled out by the side of him, and he grabs Cesaro and says, why did you make me do what I just did? So he's having some sort of hallucinations, or just a bit weird, really. Just a bit weird. Next up, the Mysterios come down the ramp, and then Ziggler and Rude follow. He says, Rude, this is, that his dad did all the work, and that Dominic doesn't belong here. And so we have a third match, Dominic Mysterio versus Robert Roode. The match starts with Roode getting Dom in the corner. He delivers two suplexes to him, goes for a third, but Dom counters for a quick pin, but kicks it out at two. Roode now has Dom on the top of the turnbuckle, delivers a crossbody to Roode into a pin for a kick out at two. Dom goes for a tornado DDT, but Roode throws him off. Roode going for a powerbomb, but Dom counters into a hurricane runner. He goes for the 619, but Ziggler is up on the apron. Rude picks him up, and Dom slides through, and Rude gets the shoulders down, but gets a kick out at two. Rude hits the post. Dom delivers the 619 this time. He goes for the pin, and gets the win. Very quick match. 
not really much you can sort of say about this match in all honesty. Just it was a quick match. We're probably still heading towards by the looks of it the Mysterios versus Ziggler and Rude again at some point. Maybe next week the Ziggler takes on Rey Mysterio the week after Dom takes on Rey Dom takes on Rey Mysterio. Not not yet I don't think. Dominic takes on Ziggler the following week and you just have alternate mixtures of matches between the four of them. But it certainly doesn't look like they're going to add another tag team to this feud. At least not yet, anyway. Still plenty of time, of course. But we could be heading towards another rematch between these two teams for the tag titles. Come hell in a cell. Backstage, Jimmy finds Jay and says that he made a tag team match for next week. Jimmy tells Jay that he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on his own. And that they used to win the tag team titles on their own as well. Jay says he's got to go and ask Roman if that's okay. Jimmy's not that impressed. They then mention that WWE says that fans are coming back on July the 16th and SmackDown will be the first one to be live in front of fans, in front of a full packed crowd of fans. We go backstage again and Jay this time tells Roman that he has a tag team match next week. Roman says we? He says that this is... He said that this is we. <laughs> he said that this is we and he points to him and Jay. Not literal we, it's in toilet we, but you know, he's in me and you we. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, he gives Jay a hug and the scene ends, and then we see the Street Profits. They take the Mickey out of the Usos for earlier for what they said, and they said that they want the smoke, and they're up for the match next week. Really? That's all That's all this was? Great promo. Uh, Sami Zayn next is being interviewed by Kayla. Uh, she calls him a former champion, and this triggers Sami. He says that he will reclaim the IC title tonight and that he will be champion of the people. We now head to the main event of the evening, the Fatal 4-Way for the Intercontinental Championship. As soon as the bell goes, Owens goes straight for Zayn and Apollo and Big E go straight for each other as well. Owens, back in the ring, delivers a step up in Siguri to Big E who is knocked to the outside of the ring. Sammy then comes in and takes Owens down. He delivers elbows to the back of his head. He gets Owens on the second rope and starts choking him. Then Big E jumps up on the apron and pulls Sammy over the top rope. Back in now and Big E knocks Apollo down, then throws him inside the ring. Both Zayn and Apollo are on the ring apron and Big E does a splash onto both of them. As he gets back up, Owens flies over the top rope to take down Big E and we head to our first break. Back from the break, we are back to Apollo and Big E. Apollo throws him outside and into the ring steps. Owens then grabs Apollo, but Apollo throws Owens into the ring steps. Apollo goes for Big E again, but this time with a backflip off the ring apron. Then Zane goes to attack Apollo, but does a backflip off the barricade. But as soon as he stands up, Owens then throws Sammy into the ring. Owens does a swanton bomb off the top. It goes for the pin, but Big E interrupts. Big E and Apollo are in the ring, and Apollo delivers three successive German suplexes. He goes for the cover, but is stopped by Owens with a backsplash. Sammy then gets Owens and does an exploder suplex into the corner. Sammy goes for the huluba kick, but is countered. Owens goes for the stunner, that is countered as well. Sammy turns it into a pen and gets out at two. Sammy then, with a Michinuku driver, covers him, but Owens kicks out at two. Zayn has Owens on the top of the turnbuckle, goes for a suplex, but is countered by a top rope fisherman's brain buster. He goes for the pin, but Apollo and Big E both break up the count. We go to break. Back from the break, Apollo and Big E are back in the ring yet again. 
Apollo delivers a suplex, he goes for the pin, but kicks it out at two. Apollo kicks Sammy and Owens out of the ring and continues to beat down on Big E. Big E delivers a belly to belly to Apollo after being thrown against the ropes. He then does the same thing to Sammy when he jumps off the top of the rope. Then another to Apollo who gets back up, forming the last one he just had. And Big E goes for the running splash, but Sammy kicks him in the face. Owens, back in the ring now, goes for the pop-up powerbomb to something that looks nearly like a Nelson suplex by Sammy. But Owens counters to drop Sammy onto his knee to the back of the head of Sammy. He goes for a count, but Sammy kicks it out too. Owens goes to the top rope, but is stunned by Apollo. He goes towards Sammy, who hits him in the head. Sammy whips him into the corner, but Apollo counters, goes for a suplex, but Biggie grabs Apollo from behind and delivers a German suplex to both men across the ring. Owens, at the top of the rope, does a frog splash, goes for the cover, but they kick it out too. Owens clotheslines Apollo into one corner, delivers a cannonball to Sammy in the opposite one, and he goes back to Apollo, but Biggie runs in. Owens knocks him to the corner, and he does a cannonball to both men. Sammy now grabs him from behind and delivers a blue thunderbomb, pins Owen, who kicks out at two. Sammy goes to the top rope, with Owens on the mat. Apollo gets on the apron, but is knocked down by Sammy. Now Big E picks up Sammy, goes for the big ending, but Owen super kicks him. Then he kicks Sammy. He goes for a powerbomb to Apollo and covers him for a kick out at two. Sammy now drags Owens out of the ring, puts him in the barricade. Sammy runs towards him, but is thrown over the barricade. Apollo tries to get a shot, at Owens, but gets a kick for his troubles. Sammy grabs Owens from behind and does a Nelson suplex onto the mat outside. Sammy, back in the ring, goes to take out Big E and Apollo, but Big E catches him in a Uenagi. He grabs Apollo for the big ending, goes for the cover, but is pulled out by Aziz. Aziz is then thrown into the corner ring post on the outside by Big E. Big E gets in the ring, and then the lights go out, and someone appears from the smoke. We see a silhouette of someone, and then we see... Alistair Black. He enters the ring, delivers Black Master Big E, and Apollo then goes for the cover and gets the one, two, three. Apollo retains. What the hell's going on here? They've included Alistair Black in this now? Is he going to be challenging for the IC title? Is he going to be? Is he going to be dragging Big E out of this IC title picture now? And he's going to be feuding with Alistair Black. We've just brought him back, so surely he's got to win the feud. You know, where does Apollo go from here now? Is this going to be a case of Owens will continue to fight Sami Zayn, Big E will go off to fight Alice Black, and then Apollo now has a has a new challenger, or will find a new challenger at some point, or will they just combine them all together and just have all five going for the IC title? Or maybe include Aziz as well, and therefore it's a six-man IC title match for Hell in a Cell. Because then that way that'd be quite interesting. The fact that Aziz could easily win a title, but at the same time betray the person that's brought him back to WWE or brought him to WWE, because he was obviously Devocato beforehand. But you know, I'm um, yeah. I, I, I mean, listen, the, the Fatal 4 match was a really good match. It was a high-quality match, and really should have been... It was pay-per-view quality. There's no two ways about that. And we know why they didn't put it on pay-per-view now, because this is obviously the return of Alistair Black. 
and that's why they've put it on this episode of SmackDown. But, I mean, I'm pleased to see him back. I, I didn't expect him to come back this week. I thought maybe next week he might, especially when there was a promo about him earlier on, you know, about the sins of his father and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, I was, I was quite surprised of him coming back, but I suppose that's what they wanted. They wanted that shock factor, and they certainly got that shock factor. Other talking points of this episode of SmackDown, Bailey and Belair are obviously still going to be fighting for the women's title. There's nothing, no change happening there. Uh, I'm going to go through all that again. I wonder if they're going to add Sasha Banks back into the mix. If they're going to bring her in next week or at some point during this feud so it's not another one-on-one match. It's actually a triple threat match. And then you've got the, the Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin feud where you've got Rick Bugs. Bugs. I know, are they a tag team now? Is he his manager? I don't... They can't really obviously be a tag team because that would mean that Corbin would need to have somebody alongside him as well. Unless we're getting that. Unless we find out next week that he's recruited a, a tag team partner. Which is a possibility, I suppose. Apart from apart from the IC title match, everything still feels the same. The Mysterios are still feuding with Brood and Ziggler. Belair is still feuding with Bailey. Okay, you could say the Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin's feud's just starting, really, I suppose, from last week. And then we don't know who Roman Reigns is going to face at Hell in a Cell. I don't know if that in itself, that could easily be a triple threat match. Or, as I said in the preview yesterday, that they could, in fact, make it so it's Jimmy going for the title and that it's kind of a carbon copy of the Jey Uso match from last year. But this time with Jimmy instead. And when I was talking about feuds, continuing Cesaro and, and Rollins again. Feud, the feud is continuing. The feud must go on. I mean, maybe they're thinking that well, if they don't change it too much now, when it comes to the time when fans are back in, then that's the time where you change it. That's when you start to shake things up again. You have your drafts or you have different feuds and new people returning and all that sort of stuff. That's probably where they're heading. I think right now as us as fans we just have to ride this bit out. We just have to ride this out until then. They've got a target now. They've got a target now to make things better. They've got a target now to make sure that these feuds that the WWE have right now come to some end. And if you're having the next pay-per-view being Hell in a Cell, which is in June, which is uh, late June, I think it is, then after Hell in a Cell, that will be the point where you hit the reset button and you go again. I think that's where we're probably heading. But we'll see. Only time will tell. But let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter at TopicTalkW, YouTube at TopicTalkWrestling, and give me your thoughts. Let me know what you think. For now, thank you very much for listening. Take care. We'll see you soon.